What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. I went to see my old country friend Marty Stewart, who is one of America's great musicians at the Old Town School of Folk Music. And I had dinner with a buddy of mine uh, north of there at the uh, Elwood's Tap, and then uh, we made our way down Lincoln Avenue, and I was looking for street parking. I did find some. I did find some a little south of the Old Town School of Folk Music, but I noticed two bike lanes there. And then earlier today, I noticed uh, that uh, Big Brother is going to get, perhaps, we think, and maybe appropriately so, a little bigger here in Chicago. And I'll tell you why. Because... There is an effort to keep Chicago's bike riders safe and a proposal to use all the city cameras available to ticket bike lane blockers. And one of the alder persons that uh, is behind this initiative joins us now, Alderman Matt Martin from the 47th. My understanding is that half of Lincoln Square is in your ward? That's right. Um, Which half, the north half or the south half? So we've got the south half. Pretty much uh, everything, most everything south of Lawrence is in 47th. Well, let's talk first about the Smart Streets Pilot Program Ordinance, which has not been voted into effect yet, but it would use cameras on city vehicles, other infrastructure available to identify anybody, parked illegally in bike lanes, bus lanes, loading zones, and mail them a ticket. This pilot program for, what, two years before becoming officially citywide? So I don't, it will be for several years. We're setting up two pilots uh, all around, in and around the downtown area, and then we're going to come back and see how well they're working, right? I don't think we want to put the cart before the horse. We want to make sure that we're using the technology, that we're not picketing folks into bankruptcy, but really making sure that we're making our areas in and downtown uh, as, as safe as possible for bikers and pedestrians. Is this necessary, or playing the part of some uh, Doubledale listeners, just another city money grab? Look, this is something where, at least for me and the key supporters of this, this is not a money grab. This is about saving lives. This is about keeping people uh, keeping people safe. Because at the end of the day, we are seeing uh, a significant increase, not just in Chicago, all across the country, in terms of crashes and bike and pedestrian-related fatalities. And so when we see those numbers climbing up, when I see in my neck of the woods, just a few blocks from where you were, John, over the weekend, a two-year-old hit and killed when he's on a scooter, a few, about a mile east of there, a three-year-old on a bicycle hit and killed by a driver because there was a, a utility vehicle parked improperly in a bike lane, we know that things have to change. And I think that this is a very sensible step for us to take as a city. Are those fatalities, the statistics going up exponentially? Is it getting worse or are we just noticing it more? No, it's going up. It's going up. So this is something that we've tracked uh, at the city level, at the state level, and the federal level. Um, and they're probably it's probably a confluence of factors, I would say, um, in terms of still collective mental health not great on account of the pandemic, people driving more radically. Uh, we're also seeing, thankfully, more people uh, uh, biking um, than, than was the case in prior years. But at the end of the day, whatever's going on, um, it's leading to way too many people being hit and, and too many of them being killed. What is the methodology or technology, I guess, to, to integrate all the available resources, the cameras on city vehicles, 
the stationary cameras along the thoroughfares? Would it take a new system or a a new department? How do you take all that information and collate it? So not a new department. Um, We do have those systems in place right now. And so I don't purport to be a technology expert. There's a reason why I'm an alderman and not uh, an engineer in CDOT. But we do have departments, particularly with our city's Department of Transportation running point on the technology and in particular where we want to place the technology. Because to your point earlier, this isn't a money grab. This is something where we want to focus on that places where uh, we are most concerned about bike and pedestrian safety in and around downtown, working with the aldermanic office uh, to put those cameras um, and technology in the right place and then see what the results are, because hopefully we start to see a modest but meaningful decrease um, in the number of crashes and near crashes once this is fully up and running. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's What Women Binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here Thank with you. us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it, so I'm right. not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the neck thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And then I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What Women Binge, wherever you listen one of your colleagues uh, alderman moore he said he supports your concerns he understands the concerns but he thinks the program is going to be expanded too quickly and he said it's not about one size fits all he wants additional studies before you take it to the full city council i think that's a great flag and it's all the more reason why you start with the pilot right and you say okay where are some of these issues most acute in and around the downtown area so that's what we're going to do And then we're going to have continued feedback that we're soliciting as well as data that the city departments are providing us so that we can see whether and how and when we would extend this to other places. So absolutely, like Alderman Moore is a terrific steward of his community. So we would want to talk with him once we have information to share to say, here's what seems to be working Here's what maybe isn't working. What do you think? Where are you most concerned about safety? And where, if anywhere in your ward, would this be a good fit? That's absolutely what we're contemplating. In the mayoral contest, I know that you've endorsed uh, Commissioner Johnson. Why do you think he would be a better pick for Chicago than Paul Vallis? So I think we need someone who um, is willing to to be honest uh, with residents in terms of uh, where we're at as a city and where we need to head. Um, I think we badly need to modernize our public safety uh, institutions like the police department, but we also need to recognize uh, that we ask our officers to do too much. And when it comes to investing in violence prevention programming that gets people out of gangs and reduces gun violence, that's great. We need to do more of that. When we are able to get youth into summer employment opportunities, that is terrific. That, re- that, that leads to a reduction in arrests. Um, and we need to do more of that. And really, the, at the end of the day, we need to talk about how we're investing in our communities in ways both big and small. I think Commissioner Johnson has done a terrific job of that as commissioner, and he's put together, I think, a number of terrific ideas to start the conversation about how we can do that, not just with public safety, but with transportation, with businesses, with the environment, really all of the big things that we ask the city of Chicago to do. When was the last time you were sitting at the uh, Old Town School of Folk Music in that beautiful venue? So it was a Saturday evening, just the evening before you, hearing a really, really wonderful Celtic band. I was surprised uh, on my birthday with tickets 
there as well as to a great uh, Italian meal at Due Lira, which is a great restaurant just a few doors down. I saw that. I saw that restaurant. Um, I, I have to tell you, the acoustics in there are exquisite. Mm-hmm. My first time ever hearing a concert in Chicago was uh, a jazz saxophonist, one of my favorite, Branford Marcellus, at the Old Town School of Folk Music. So I feel really lucky to represent that uh, community uh, in city council, as well as to be not too far away. I can walk. I can walk to go hear concerts over there. So it's a it's a terrific, terrific venue. I went to school with uh, Mr. Marcellus. Did you? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I didn't yep. know that. Yeah, I, I know him. I don't know Winton very well, but I know him and his trombone playing brother uh, pretty well. They both went to Berkeley, and I went to Berkeley many, many years ago. So that is a that's a that's an interesting coincidence. As you're a big Branford Marcellus fan, he never invited me to play on the Tonight Show band, though for some reason. <laughs> same for me. I, I hung out with him, though. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm a good deal younger than him. After after the concert, I heard him play at. It was a great hang, and then did play basketball after a concert with his brother Winton um, wow. when I was growing up uh, in, in Arizona. So had some interesting experiences with uh, the two eldest Marcellus brothers. Those guys are quite talented, aren't they? Yes. That yes, father, he was on to something. Every, every single uh, Marcellus kid is unbelievably talented. Everyone. That's right. That's right. One's a drummer, um, and then another might be... Uh, Gosh, maybe a, a producer. I mean, yeah, to your point, all of them are terrifically talented and uh, put people like me to shame, but that's okay. I'm happy to kick in some money to support uh, wonderful art, wonderful music like that. Alderman uh, Martin, thanks for your time. Much appreciated, sir. Get an inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kumal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen.